Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diario. Tonight, writer, director, producer, and all around good night, or a good guy rather, Michael Matteo Rossi is Crashing Game Night. Uh, we are doing? joined by the beanied one, as always, our wannabe Nick Cage, Gerard Barrera. How is everybody? Welcome to the cage. I'm just kidding. What's up, nerds? We're How's also joined in by the baby face. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? And and lastly, the owner of the couch, <laughs> the lion's mane, the lion's mane, Jason. How's Bain. it going, guys? How's it going tonight, <laughs> Michael? Welcome to the couch, as always. Oh, thank you. Other thank you. Welcome, welcome to the couch. Take you a load like, off. Yeah, Let's relax, sit back. You know, appreciate it. It's good to be here, guys. Yeah, well, thank so you for joining uh, us. Yeah, it's and it's it's been a little while. So for our fans out there, we've been Michael and I've been talking about doing this for a year now, actually. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, because of COVID, um, you know, and and honestly, having to attend to, to other issues outside that, you know, it couldn't make it happen. So we've been very very patient, um, especially now that um, Michael has actually been able to get back to work, <laughs> which is really nice yeah. to see for you. So. Um, yeah. So how's this year, how's the past year been treating you? You know, um, it, it's funny. I kind of think about the, the last weekend before things really started to shut down in around mid-March of last year. And I remember I was in downtown LA with a friend, went out to this Italian restaurant, went out to this kind of grand central market. Again, so many people out, everything. And then like you guys know, things just boom, shut, shut down and I don't think any of us really anticipated it going as long as it is and it's still going. Um, but I just tried to make the most of it, you know, um, and Matt, as you know, you know, uh, back in July of last year, I actually shot a feature film, basically mm -hmm. a kind of contained feature film called the handler an action film. I kind of, uh, throw back or send off or something to eighties, nineties action films Oh, um, and yeah, yeah, you know, with with the uh, commando, you know, the one liners. Yes, yes, please. You know, stuff like that. Little little bit mixed with Die Hard as well, about kind of one man taking down a lot of people. And um, and it was awesome. We shot the whole thing in nine days in total, nine shooting wow. days, and it's a wow, wow, um, that's impressive. Yeah. And and you know, again, it was it was a situation where we were very transparent, where you know. It, I guess the numbers weren't as bad over the summer as they are, unfortunately, now. Hopefully, they'll get better soon. But basically, um, I, t you know, grabbed a lot of a lot of colleagues and friends that I knew were gung-ho to do this. And, uh, and you know, it, it went well. No one got sick. Everything was cool, which is good. And uh, we're in yeah. post-production. Yeah, we're picture-locked on it. And right now, uh, it's getting... We're getting the sound mix, sound design, and we're about halfway through the score, uh, which is That's pretty awesome. cool. So, uh -oh. so yeah. your, your uh, nine-day sh shooting days, yeah. uh, how long were those days? Because I'm assuming those are pretty long. Those were pretty long. You know what? To be honest, we didn't do this film, or we did this film non-union as opposed to SAG, yeah. just because, again, Obviously. I mean, the regulations. the nine days. <laughs> exactly. So... But to be honest with you, you know, we, we shot on multiple cameras, which helped kind of um, 
cut uh, or make us more efficient but true and especially that that says a lot about you because that's that means you need you know what every camera is doing even just save time because that because time time's a factor on that especially um, that's insane and and there was so much um fighting literally there there's so many fight scenes in it we actually have an eight minute yeah oh it's insane yeah. We, we have an eight-minute fight scene in the film, like literally pretty much nonstop going through multiple rooms in the house, oh. all of that. Oh, Our, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Our fight choreographer was actually the, the, the fight choreographer on Taken 2. Um, oh, now, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Cool. so he worked with, with Liam Neeson. He worked on, on all of that. And for about a month and a half before filming, he and the, the lead actor, Chris Levine, who's awesome – we we would train we would train like crazy the gyms were open at that time and then halfway through they closed so we had to go into a park to train and it was just awesome watching these guys train and just kind of get into it and um and we needed it you know so i had my shot list i was very organized with it and you know we we made it happen thankfully and um we had a drone for yeah. Did you have a lot of locations each day or did you, did you try no, and keep it simple and oh, okay. had a few locations? That's why it was sure. We did not have to do basically any company moves uh, during each day because we were shooting at this one uh, pretty big house, a lot of outdoor stuff. We could cheat it. We could cheat it. Um, you know, we, oh, hold on, give me one sec, guys. Give me one sec. One, one sec. You're one perfectly sec. fine. Uh, while Michael's taking care of that, I just want to uh, thank uh, Purple Mystic for gifting a sub to Grim Jekyll, who has now in turn gifted it to the community, which we have uh, Ander Yulafifi uh, in, in there that he's been gifted with a sub. So thank you very much for that. Um, so anyways, back, back to you, Michael, while yeah, you're, sorry, sorry <laughs> that you're back. That. Sorry <laughs> you're fine. That. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was one big kind of, um, mansion type, type location and it was awesome. And actually a little, I don't know if you guys would think this is kind of weirder, just how, how it happened was, um, it was actually the house of my, um, my mentor who his name's Robert Mintz. He was an awesome guy. He passed earlier last year. He was about ninety, and he wrote some of the original Batman from the '60s. Those Adam West Batman, oh, no way. Oh, Pratt, all that. Wow. Yeah. He, oh, cool. he knew Marilyn Monroe back in the early '60s. Like this dude's like old Hollywood. His dad was actually a silent film actor in the 1910s and 20s. So this this guy's like old Hollywood. Had stories like crazy. Mm-hmm. Grew and up. Basically, totally grew yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, awesome guy unfortunately passed early last year and basically his caretaker who I knew too was there and we talked about it and you know I I was able to and I I dedicating this film as well in his memory and um so there there was that situation but again to shoot in his in his house then yeah yeah and and but there was nobody there as well which which gave us a lot of freedom again got Mm -hmm. permission the whole bit but Mm -hmm. um but that also made it easier it didn't have any cranky owners saying hey what are you doing here what are you moving (laughs) there the whole bit um so that's i think all, all of the reason why we were able to finish it in nine days oh that's good to know I've, so i think i, I gotta oh. tell you i've been on the some of the worst shoots where we've had four yeah. 
location moves because yeah. we were that you know we were that indie as well so it's yeah. it's so yeah those are brutal it it can be so stressful and the, the the irony is even though we were shooting in the middle of a pandemic that it was actually one of the most smooth uh shoots that i've ever done that's like, right just, great. no yeah. no drama no ego everybody just kind of doing their thing pulling their weight um and it, it was just great it was great positivity because believe me i have had my um my apocalypse now type film set i had <laughs> about five years ago that oh wow I, oh i mean i can i'm not one to try to drop too many names on what it is a lot of my close colleagues know which which film it was that was horrendous <laughs> but basically it was it was a situation where um you know everything snowballed in the worst ways and people people didn't respect the hierarchy of director, producer, above line, what have you. Oh, and, no. you know, after that, I kind of had to take about a month off mentally detox and build a, a kind of a better team. And it's the same team that I basically am working with to this day. So I guess from, from bad things, some good stuff can come of it. Brings know? clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So sorry, man. Go while ahead. you while you kind of you kind of touched on some things that I was going to kind of start bringing up there for you because like yeah. some of those names that you've worked with, right? So let's look at your career. I mean, kind of looked at you know really started 2007 um, with short yeah. films, but then yeah, you know you've had what 19, 20 directed projects now give around or, that. Give or yeah. Take. Yep. yeah. And let's look at your highlights on who you've actually worked with. And this sure. is kind yeah. of impressed. I mean, this is this is kind of a, <laughs> a nice little list here. So. Thank you. With you had misogynist, which you yeah. had Tracy Bergman, who was in mm-hmm. Young and the Restless, Bold and Beautiful, Days of Our Lives. She yep. very well known on the the soap scene. Um, totally. You did Sable with Isla Kell, who was mm-hmm. in Make It or Break It. Yep. Um, you know uh, Chris Petrovsky, who played Dimitri Petrograde on Madam Secretary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Chase, who with you had Richard Rail, who was uh, in Office Space. Awesome guy, by the way. Nicest uh, guy I've ever met. <laughs> Jessica Morris, who is in One Life to Live. Yeah. Another bigger name in the, the soap industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devaney Penn was also in that. Yep. yep. Uh, Shadows, which, um, you know, you just got done. That was your film right before The Handler. Um, you had Krista Allen, mm-hmm. who, for those that don't recognize that name, she's in Days of Our Lives. She was Anger Management. She yep. was in the Emmanuel series. And she was also in Liar Liar as well. Yep. In a kind of yeah, yeah. You had uh Francis Capra who was in Kazaa, Veronica Mars, mm-hmm. um, and Heroes. You've got Vernon Wells who was in Commando, Weird Science, yep. Mad Max 2. And this is more impressive, which I this ties right into even gaming itself, is that it was scored by uh Grant Kirkhope. Who, yeah. for those that don't recognize that name, you will absolutely recognize the soundtracks. So Grant did the soundtrack for GoldenEye. Oh, wow! Banjo we're talking, Kazooie, we're talking dark. Banjo. Yep. Viva Pinata, Mario and Rabbids, Ukulele. Oh, right. Wow. So, Dang. those are just games that everybody knows. Those games, like I, for me, GoldenEye on the N64, there's so many amazing game days that I used to play with oh friends and we'd sit there and have just multiplayer games after multiplayer oh, games. One of the best multiplayer and, games. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we used to do remote mines. And nice. we used to be able to, we figured out the I, trick where I you can throw them and Slappers blow them up only. instantaneously. Slappers, exactly. you know. You put them in the hallways on each side and just only. <laughs> right. And I'll say something else. Um, before, Grant is actually scoring the handler as well. So we scored shadows and he's scoring the handler too. That's as we speak. fantastic. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So, and then, you know, we, we look at everything too. And I mean, you and I have been following each other for a while now on Twitter yeah. too. And I don't, yeah, long time. Um, and I want to say this is like the other thing that is great about you is that you are all about helping out actors. You know, you're always here and there. You're treating, you're tweeting out these tips, different things here and there and thank you and whatnot. And, and, and positivity too. It's always, there's, even if there's like something kind of in a negative feeling that you're feeling at the moment, you're always putting a positive spin on it. I Which try, honestly yeah. is refreshing to see on Twitter in this day and age because there's so much toxicity, not only on oh, Twitter, totally. but other social media platforms. Yeah. Um, so that I think is fantastic that you do that. Thank and that's you. one of the reasons like I follow you anyways. I mean, it didn't matter yeah. that you were a director or anything like that. It's just like the way you are and the conduct yeah. yourself is is great. And one person I would like, you know, I like being yeah. part of our community and stuff like that. So, and I, I also uh, have to say it, that's also spent working in the industry as well for a while. Yeah. That's a very rare quality. And I, I really commend you for that because thank you. You know, it seems I, it, it may have been just the, the time where, you know, yeah. where I was working with like some, maybe some more old school directors, but that was very unheard of. So I like, mean, yeah, the the fact is, can, can I swear on this stream, by the way, or no? Absolutely. I, I mean, no. it's, it's like yeah. a game night with friends and family. We're good. Right, no, it. come on, I man. Mean, you got to relax on the couch. Look, the, the fact <laughs> is, I mean, there there uh, there are a lot of assholes in this business. Yep. There are. We've worked yeah. with them. We we know some. We have to put up with some. All of that. And if I can be one one less person like that. Um, I'm all about it. You know, there were a few, even on my last films that, uh, the, these people, they cut, they came on every day and they were so miserable. They were so freaking miserable. It was like, dude, we're not going into the fucking trenches here. Okay. Like it's a good thing. We're pulling eight, 10 hour days. You know, it's not that bad. And I just try to manifest Right. And and I just try to manifest more of this just positive energy where, mm. yeah, of course I have shitty days. Yesterday, uh, Matt, if you saw any things, I mean, I basically spent most of the day yeah. tweeting like how shocked and horrified and like what the hell is going on and all of and, that uh, type of stuff. And I mean, there there was no real way to make a positive spin about it i think i said something like look let's still say stay hopeful there's better days to come yeah. but besides that i'm just like there's i, I don't think there was anything and how, how how could how could we have comprehended that it's, it's insane it's, that was uh, us that, that was what yeah i tweeted i i said you know it's it's madness like we've never seen mm -hmm. something like this but at the same time we almost shouldn't be surprised what happens is i mean you look you guys know this we're, we're all on mm -hmm. social media uh when you have a massive platform you can influence people more than at any time we have i mean think about mm -hmm. if uh if uh hitler had had a twitter oh my that God. Was around or oh something my like that he, you know, he yeah. could have wow. maybe globally mobilized something that the likes of which we mm -hmm. maybe never seen. So, uh, but I do feel not to 
go on a tangent. I feel like these damn uh, social media uh, big companies have a bare responsibility for some of the violence and fucked up shit. It's like, oh, after yep. the fact, I'm going to do this. After the fact, I'm going to do that. No, come on. You mm. had all this freaking time. Mm-hmm. You know, you should have done something. All right. You, there's there's almost too much power. And, there's and to your point, right? Bucks. You know, you know, Facebook has fought tooth and nail not to pull down any of the rhetoric. Yeah. And now they've indefinitely suspended his account because they don't right. want anything happening the next two weeks. I'm like, guys, we're already we're already to the point of no return. It's already it's already you know? fucked. I mean, we'll yep. we'll see what happens. But the damage is done. And then you have you have yep. these people that uh yeah, like Zuckerberg, like all of that where they need to own up mm-hmm. to it. They need to own up to to the I mean, faults yeah. and more and more than that. I mean, and just the, look at his entire presidency. He's been stewing the pot. Mm-hmm. This yeah. this is this has been a long time coming. My, my it was only a matter of time before he he just blurted out. Mm-hmm. I mean, look right. at people almost took put bleach in them dur- during the beginning of the coronavirus you know. because he said maybe, maybe bleach will work. <laughs> it's right. I mean, again, words matter on 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 yeah. everything, and and um, yeah. and it's crazy. And and even for me. Uh, Matt, you kind of know. Mm-hmm. I usually just post again positive stuff or film stuff. Right. I don't very get, don't get really political. I don't get, you know, very kind of current events. But yesterday mm-hmm. kind of prompted me to say, look, you know, we're human beings. At the end of the day, you see those images, you see what's going on, you see how unprecedented this mm-hmm. is, and I mean, you know, this this following pattern. It's just like, come on, like if you have a fucking brain cell, recognize and, that this is outrageous. Yep. That mm-hmm. that that we've never seen something like this before. So ever. to uh, to that know? point, right? Is yeah. this is the first time the Capitol building has been breached since August of eighteen fourteen? Fourteen during right, the War the of eighteen twelve yeah. by the British, wow. right? The War of eighteen twelve. War of eighteen twelve. So you know, it took one hundred and six years. It's to, to get to that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And for and our our listeners, and down our own doors. And to the listeners, right, that are around the world that that listen to us and follow us, right, and you guys are looking on this and, you know, we – I understand the magnitude of this, right, is because the Capitol building, the White House, right, is a beacon of democracy for the entire world, right? And we have world leaders like, um, you know, President Macron from France coming out and saying this is not the American democracy that we know. We know it's better. But when you see these images, right, you see – the Nazi flag being carried through flag, the Confederate that, yeah. flag. You have yeah. the U.S. flag being pulled down and a Trump flag being put up. You have them going it's, directly to Pelosi's office yeah. to grab stuff. You see people carrying out the podium. Mm. And I, I 100 – well, not actually 100 percent, but I – completely don't understand what the fuck the cops or the police were doing or some shit like that 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 is insane how that happened i was actually just gonna ask you guys can you please compare the footage from that to any black lives matter yeah and that is the protest right i mean that's a big talk right now yeah we're all the we're all the cops Exactly. It's, it's insane. And, and 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 they bear I mean I, I think that I heard like the uh the the captain of the police station or there resign. Mm-hmm. He almost needs to be held more accountable than that than that than that. You so know? it has come it's, out that 
we did they did request the national guard and okay. it was re, it was denied twice why um nobody knows exactly why but they went to the defense department first and they said no so it was mike pence who if was the one that was authorized it, it um yeah i want to say you know to me yes i'm getting ready to move to arizona but I'm I'm proud of our governor here in Virginia because yeah. he didn't hesitate. He mobilized the National Guard and said go. Which and, is good. Which is very and, good. And I think the thing is this this was, and let's say it for what it is, it's called spade a spade. It was an insurrection because totally. there are pictures of totally. guys in tactical gear in baklavas carrying around zip tie handcuffs. They were going to take hostages. <sighs> it's, it's, and that's it's why and I want to say, I want to say a huge props and a way to go to the four women that are Senate employees that saved the electoral votes mm-hmm. on the evacuation. They had presence of mind to grab the ballot boxes. Oh, yeah, oh I can, I that. can tell you. Yeah, oh there's. My God. It was four women that got him out. And wow. honestly, think about this. Right, we know. Yeah. We know Captain Orange is all about imagery and controlling images and the conversation. Could you imagine if those ballot boxes got into the hands of those yeah. terrorists oh and, and they would have burned them right then and there on social media for the world to see. So it's, ultimately it's, it's yeah. really weird because we have movies that are made about stuff like this, right? Uh-huh. White house, um, you know, um, or something White House like down that. and Olympus yeah. has fallen, right? Yeah. And about the White House being taken in such a manner. And it's like, well, we don't ever expect to see this on U.S. soil, right? No. Yeah. It's like, we don't ever expect it to be just <laughs> true. Because it's an action movie. Yeah, exactly. And, so, <laughs> and it came true. Oh, dude. It's, <laughs> but by its own people. Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane. It's That's just and, insane. And, and you know, it is going to be a date that all of yep. us are really going to remember and, and, and see. And I really do feel like a lot of the people that, that were not only directly responsible, but the people that were just stalling the process, doing all that bullshit when yep. they knew it wasn't going to do anything, they're, they're going to pay a big price. They're, yep. they're uh, you know, the enabling and, and all of that. And, you know, again, it's just like with the people that – you know, supported Hitler or the, the, like all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I know I shouldn't do that, that, that comparison, but at the same time for really, for people who propped up or, mm -hmm. you know, with all these fucked up situations, they do get remembered. History remembers It's put on history books. It's, you know, names, where were you? What did you do? Everything. And, Mm. uh, it's insane. Like I, I, these type of situations, mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, you're right. to make a film about like a break in like this would be cool, but it's film. It's my escape. I, I like crazy. Uh, <laughs> shit like you know, that. people were but making reality? memes that had no. like Nicholas Cage, right. Going, you know, there's someone in, you know, in DCS looking to steal the declaration of independence. Right. And somebody right. Photoshopped him taking the declaration of I independence know, in with the crowd. Oh and it was like, so, to me, I laugh at that. Right. And, but it's, but ultimately it's, it's that. And there's that Animaniacs video that someone's photoshopped that girl getting maced into and it was great. But ultimately though, people are making a joke about this and they have to understand how serious this actually really is. We've become 
desensitized by some of it because we mm-hmm. we we're we're starting to not be shocked as much with with the crazy things that mm-hmm. are going on in our country mm-hmm. and we shouldn't and, be like I mean there's so many levels mm-hmm. yeah this one was like really fucked up but there's patterns and we yep. can't become completely immune to that because then who the hell are we? Are we just like right. apathetic to just any really fucked up shit? Oh, okay. It's another uh, day. It's just, no, Tuesday. I, Whatever. I feel you, Mike. Cause like, I mean, like earlier I was watching and I was, uh, I was watching it yesterday and I was just like, I'm just like, all right, when's the tear gas, you know? And it's like, right. Yeah. And they're just like, here you when, go. When, when's the rubber bullets coming out? It's like, yeah. okay, like, just like, all right, it's going to be, it's like a police the other chase, thing, you know? The other thing that first went through my mind, especially, especially seeing that, that dickhead running with the podium. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, smiling, the, like, smiling, like, hey, he look tried, at, like, honestly, he tried to sell it on, fa- he tried I, to sell I it on I want to see, I honestly, yes. like, there's footage. There's honestly yep. clear footage of these people. I want to see arrests. They oh, are. Yeah. Um, and, the and FBI is like, already doing it. They re- okay, <laughs> that's great. Finally. Great, because finally. If, if, honestly, if they weren't, that oh, would be... Mm-hmm. There's, well, there's the gonna one, be, um, the one that was war, like, man. yeah, the the one that was in uh, Pelosi's office with his oh, yep, sitting in the chair, up, and then and then he comes out and he's giving like a fucking interview, boasting mm-hmm. about his hey, this this is my test, this is all that. Like, how the hell was he not arrested right then? Right, I just, right. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't, I don't. It, it makes no sense. And then there was other shit where, like, what, somebody was taking a selfie with one of the cops. One of the cops was, like, yep. helping one of the protesters down the stairs or some shit like that. Like, come on now. Come on now. Like, yeah. that's and, just And that's insane. the thing is in, like, and, and that's that's the big problem, right, we have. And that's why, you know, for me, I was, I was fully supportive of Black Lives Matter because mm-hmm. there was – there was the peaceful protesters, which were pretty much the bulk of everything. Right. You had the instigators right. that were starting everything. Right. They were tear gas. They were, I mean, every tactic used in, in some cases, stuff that's, you know, illegal in the theater of war by the Geneva convention. Um, you know, but then you see this, right. And they're just hanging out, letting them do things. You yeah. know, let's take the speaker's podium. You're going to just let them out. No, you, you needed yeah. to step up. And I think it's because a lot of them, I, I hate to say it. They're, he has empowered a lot of this. He's empowered the racism to come okay. out, the white supremacists to come out of hiding. And frankly, yes, was there people of color? Yes, there was. But the bulk of this was Were white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was. There there's was actually, yeah, there's like, some, there's very few, but. <laughs> I, um, I was like, were there? I was like, oh. like totally. This was the guy with like this Camp Auschwitz, Auschwitz uh, yep. shirt on. Man, and it's. I, it's it's fucking sick it's sick and uh and i'm just hoping for better days i'm hoping for 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 i don't know well well, right now news i mean the the latest news right now is there is a hundred and twelve representatives in the house that have all signed on to the uh the impeachment proposition uh that's being yes they are um They're going for and rumor is rumor is that um, Nadler, who is the head of the Judiciary Committee, yeah, 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 has Nadler, already yeah. said, "Don't even bring it to us. Go straight to the floor." There, he does. He said it needs so, to go. Wow. So if somebody yeah. gets impeached twice, and pardon my ignorance for that, like, is that like 
like does that hold even more repercussions or like uh consequences or he's i mean he's been impeached once um right you know he can't pardon himself if he's found guilty by the senate so that was built into the constitution that yes the, the president has the power to pardon but he can't in the case of being impeached Right. So, why is that? Um, doesn't that negate like all of the other cannot, things that he was trying to get past or the pardons he was trying to get past? No, the pardons was still everything up until the point he's impeached and removed is still in place. Still, okay. Um, but it, but that's the thing is, is, I think at this point though, we have to because he's already talking about a run in 2024. We, as a, as a nation, and I don't care, and I don't care if you're a Democrat, you're an independent, or you're a Republican. And yes, I absolutely understand. There is a difference between a Republican and a Trumplican. There is a absolute yeah. difference. Right. And you have to stand up. We have to defend this country because if we allow this to happen again, you know, next time it may it, not be after the election. It may be before the election. And, and it really does show so much of the hypocrisy and the flip-flopping of some of these politicians that, that you know, oh, at the fucking 11th hour, I'm going to resign. At the 11th hour, I'm going to acknowledge this or that or something like that. Yeah, Mr. I mean, that's, wife. That's, <laughs> right, right. Today. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it, this is why I escape into film sometimes because unfortunately uh, where we're at in the real world, the real world has a lot of, beautiful things and some great things about it and good people yeah. but man there's that there's that other side there's that other side that's just yeah. uh i've been re-watching uh, star wars the entire saga yeah. start to finish <laughs> and man it yeah. is it is eerie how the events of the last couple of days have mirrored oh yeah no i saw a video i mean oh, dude. you know like, you know Call it what it is. He's Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'm just like literally, literally just watching uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Like really, before we started this, and I paused it. I started laughing because there's a scene in there where they're all in front of the White House building, and it's like, oh man, like. Is this for real? Like, am I watching the? Am I watching CNN right now? Like, wait, hold on. <laughs> so let's talk about happier times. So let's uh, sure. We, get sure. It, we need to get <laughs> off the stress, right? Yeah. Let's let's yeah. have some joy. So, I, you know, one of the things I want to ask you is, what really sure. was your inspiration to get into the film industry? That's a very good question. Um, when I was a kid, my dad would show me a lot of classic films like Hitchcock films and also like uh, the original Twilight series or Twilight Zone, you know, uh, show. And I mean, I love them. I love the suspense of it. I love the twists of it. I loved all of that. And um, I just started writing little short stories, all of that, wrote it in junior high, high school, all of that. And then it wasn't until um, uh, San Diego State, where I went to college, that I told myself, look, let me let me just try to get a few people that I know and let's just shoot something. Let's shoot one of my stories. And um, and I did. And I loved the process. I loved the collaboration. I loved all of that. And I kind of never looked back. I just was like, this is what like this cements that I, I love it. There's something about it. You know, and I know it might sound cliche, but, you know, you're you're taking what's on that paper and you're you're creating the world and for people to see. And I love the medium of film. Um everything so i just i did know very early on that's what i wanted to do and um 
And it's funny, I made my first short film uh, January 6th, 2007. Hey. So, oh, happy 14 years that. ago. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> Wait, I had to, yesterday. Is that, that really a good anniversary? Yesterday to say, but I remember that and, and it was just, um, and it's crazy to think cause 2007 doesn't seem that long ago, but at the same time, like, I, what was it? Yeah. MySpace Dude. was the shit. We had no Instagram, uh, Twitter. Yeah, Facebook was just was coming just out then, that, yeah. no smartphones, like the whole bit, mm-hmm. it seems almost like another lifetime ago, you know, you, YouTube, YouTube was, was generations like yeah. slow and like, exactly. But it was, mean, we, were still still using, <laughs> we were also using, we were also using LimeWire. Yeah. yeah. Lime yep. Napster. Uh-huh. Remember Napster? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh man. So it's, I mean, we've come a long way. I mean, we've come a long way even in 10 years or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's been quite a journey and I just, want to keep stepping up that ladder and and mm-hmm. see where it takes me and the people i work with and all of that you know yeah. so i totally so, i also totally get what you mean because mm-hmm. i feel the exact same way when i when when i kind of stumbled into into film and i finally got to get in um but um the one thing I do want to say is like when, when you refer back, when you to refer back, when you said working with those toxic people, yeah, I never understood that because the one thing I know I had every day, no matter how long our days or how complicated they were, I had a smile on my face because yeah. I was doing what I loved. Exactly. And it was so much fun. And I know you have that same passion too, where it's, it doesn't matter as long as we all work together. And that's what was so fun on set is that collaboration. I get it. And I'm going to, if, if it's cool, I'm going to tell just a small story when it comes to that. I'll, I'll make it quick and I'm not going to oh, no, name fine. this person. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to name If we person. run longer than an hour, we run longer than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> game night's all about, man. That's, this is like game night with friends and family. We all BS and tell stories no, and whatever. So we're good. Um, You're absolutely yep. fine. So on that set, there was a crew member that about five months after we wrapped said, hit me up and said, Hey Mike, uh, when, are, when are we all going to get our overtime pay? When are we going to get all that? This is five months later. Oh, and God. first of all, they were all paid in full. Nothing went overtime, nothing like that. And I just responded and I said, um, there's none. You guys were all paid, all of that. He comes back and says, I'm going to take you to the California Board of Labor, blah, blah, blah. Like this really like just mm-hmm. don't. And, and there's just, always one. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. And, <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, I'm like, dude. If you want to waste your time and do that, go for it. Be my guest. Because the only thing that he's doing with that is wasting his time and burning already a big, fat bridge with me. You want to know what happened? About six months after that, he sends me a long text saying, hey, Mike, I know what I did was messed up. I'm so sorry. All of that type of stuff. Like Basically, like acknowledging and realizing that he had fucked up. And in most cases, I'm forgiving about that type of stuff. But in this case, because it was so toxic and he knew how bad of an experience it is. And yet he had the gall to threaten me that way. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. didn't respond. I didn't, I didn't say go fuck yourself. I just didn't respond. I just let it be. But there you go. That's, that's yeah. just one situation where, you know, like, why do that? 
why do that? That's like, maybe this isn't the best comparison, but it's like um, those viral videos of of those Karens or something being like, oh, I'm going to call the cops. You're, you're, you know, on, on this lot or you're taking your dog out and wrong thing. It's like, dude, you know, this is going to bite you in the ass. You sure you want to do that? So So, that was just one little thing, you know? So Jerry, I don't know if you're paying attention to chat. Um, No, I didn't see it. Newman has said uh, Napster equals Jerry when he takes off his beanie. Wow. (laughs) That's a good one. Oh, I do see this. Um, Oh, equals Jerry. Very funny. You know, and, but he does, but Newman um, does bring up a really good point that, you know, it just like what you were talking about, though, it just shows um, it's better to be nice to everyone. You never know when it circles back around. Um, but but also karma. sometimes you know it's you know karma. what really helps those karma. situations really do kind of help because those wean out the people that you don't want on your team. Yes. You said, yep. that was the that was the same thing I was going through with my with the producers I work with. You, you know when you have a solid team, you want them on every job. So yep. when you miss mm, them, yeah. take recommendations yeah. that always like are, are you and sure especially. Yeah. Totally. And and to burn bridges with you with somebody that you know consistently does work and works with a lot yeah. of people mm-hmm. again and again. And I'm not even talking mm-hmm. myself up, I'm just speaking in generality. Um yep. why do that? That's yeah. not yeah. A every smart every move. director or producer I, I knew, I always tried to keep good relations like, hey, yeah. next project, like think about me, you know, I'm free. Totally. You totally. Know? But yeah. yeah, that's those are and, dumb and all, moves. I'll say one other thing. I mean, I, and Matt, you kind of know this about me a little bit. Yeah. I'm a pretty approachable person. If, if you, if you message me or reach out to me and it's, it's kind of genuine and whatever, I will mm-hmm. definitely reach back out. There was an yeah. actor when I was posting about prepping for the handler that had followed me a while on Twitter. Awesome person named Natalie. And she reached out and said, Hey Mike, um, let me know if you, um, if you need any other roles and all of that. And I do get that a lot, but she knew it was a fight uh, movie and she's actually a former Marine, which is pretty awesome. Oh, wow. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's badass. Natalie Birdsong. She, she's great. And, um, and you know, I reached back out to her and she's actually in the film. So again, never underestimate the value of just coming just genuinely and just, you know, uh, mm-hmm. nicely and respectfully and yeah. and it's it's a good look for for a lot of people and and um, that's just what I think you know yeah and, and this thing is but I think unfortunately though I think the last four years have helped bring out more of that toxicity though yeah oh, yeah yeah you know where people are, feel more emboldened to do that um, yeah you also so, feel like it's on the other side of the spectrum that it's also kind of weaned out like I think people are trying to be more perceptive like is this more of a genuine person instead yeah. of, I, I think on the other spectrum, people are trying to find like more genuine people to work with and totally. trying to wean out the toxic people yeah. that are obviously feeling more entitled nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I mean, again, like, like you guys know, being on set is, is like a miracle anytime you can do it because there's a thousand reasons why a film will fold or not happen and all yeah. of that. So just being on there's set just, is like, a damn it's blessing about it, it's just yeah. like every day when you when you get to, when you walk to set or or it's your amazing. location every morning yeah man, i just i loved it it's every great. day you got crafty you got all that i mean it's just it's it's awesome and especially if you're doing a film that you you believe in or are passionate about like 
it's it's great. Like even for the handler, I, this was the film where I use the most. Um, we use these dust balls, which are kind of little paintball type things where when they hit a wall, um, it explodes with dust. So it looks like real bullets hitting the wall. Oh, and cool. Use that. Oh, cool. oh, yeah. No, it's awesome. And and so we use that in this film. And it was just so awesome to see that go. We, we had uh, my one buddy who is very experienced. We You actually do shoot it off of a paintball gun. And basically the, the actor, the main actor, will be, say, shooting at one way. Um, the guy with the paintball gun will kind of be behind the camera or something and, and shooting at that same direction. So it really looks seamless, like, like oh, it's there. And oh, it looks cool. awesome. And so like those type of things, just seeing that play out, like that's just one example of like, dude, who, who the fuck wouldn't want to see that? Nice. Know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I want to ask here. So with you being in the industry and stuff and you're more on the, yeah. the independent side and stuff like that is when you see what HBO max is, is doing with their deal now that they're going to do same day and time oh, as, um, you know, streaming it as it's in theaters. Yeah. How does that make you feel from a, a from a director standpoint that they they're trying to split um, the audience? I get it. We're in a, a time of COVID, right? But it's more like they're they're trying to kind of go, hey, let's go to the streaming service and take away maybe some of that opportunity to really experience the the picture in in the studio, in the uh, theaters. I I understand why they would do it. I am a bit old school and I think that with some of the most amazing films, like you got to see them in the theaters, even if it's a re-release or something like that, there's Mm -hmm. something about going to the theater, seeing it on the big screen, it being a real shared collective experience where you're hearing other people react to the great moments, all of that. I remember as a kid, I believe it was in, in 97, they did a star Wars uh, Uh re-release. If you guys know, I, yeah. I, I camped out. I, I camped out in front of our theater really? in my in yeah, the time I went to, I went to school. Yep. Yeah. I so oh, I yeah. I remember seeing A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi in the theaters like that, and I could mm. you know, and and it was just it was like night and day. It was crazy, and and um, I remember even seeing The Matrix in the theaters, Gladiator in the theaters, yeah. like oh, all God. of that, and and um, I get it. I just yeah. <laughs> I just really, really, really hope that we don't just completely shift to nothing but streaming and we don't get back to any like, let's go to the theaters, let's do anything like that. That would suck. Um, Totally agree. I'll I'll say probably the thing that I miss most in the because of this pandemic is going to film festivals. And, you know, for my film Chase that you mentioned, it was at the Hollywood Real Film Festival in downtown LA, Arclight Cinema. And I remember it was my crew, a lot of my friends, all that we were there. And then there was the red carpet event, all of, all of that stuff that I do miss. And, and because there's something awesome about it, you get to talk to people right after you get to hear their, their kind of responses towards whatever. Um, That's just, I will miss that. So I really hope we still obviously have theaters. Um, I totally agree. Yeah. It's, you know. it's an experience and it's a fun experience, yeah. especially if you're yeah. just a movie goer, like that, that's, that's the thing you go to the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, feel, so. I feel like looking forward to like the series of whatever mm-hmm. I mean, for the longest time, me and Jerry every year would go to the midnight uh, Harry Potter is when it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, yo man, <laughs> like 
it's like that little nerdiness or like that little like mm-hmm. kind of, tra- of yeah, yeah it, it springs those kind of traditions yeah especially yeah. you know and to right. that point like to, to segue into the next question i was going to have for you because you kind of kind of brought it up is that how do you feel when you see that you know regal is actually permanently closing theaters that amc says they have enough cash to get through quarter one and then they're in serious trouble so when you when you see that how do you how do you see that as far as a long-term health for the movie industry it, it it is i mean i think that studios are taking notice that yeah i mean streaming maybe is the way to go with some of these things but it just it does sadden me because again i'm i'm a product of the 90s and and all of that and uh even i remember seeing the lion king at the el capitan theater in hollywood oh wow wow we're seeing it actually I'll, i'll go one thing more i remember i was really young but I remember seeing Aladdin at the Al Capitan theaters in 92. <laughs> I would have loved yeah, to go. That's impressive. We, yeah. we ended yeah, up yeah. going to see, so, uh, Ju- what was it? Jurassic world at the Chinese man. Yeah. It's dress. Oh, yeah, no. And, and, and I, it's like the history. The oh yeah. History man. Just so it, it does sadden me a bit. I, I feel, I mean, look, a lot of things across the board are, are closing. There's um, mm-hmm. this kind of famous uh, cafe called uh, cafe one Oh one or Hollywood cafe that's closed permanently and and uh and again a lot of restaurants are but yeah i mean it it's i'm worried about that and i just hope that we do bounce back you can call me an optimist but i'm really really hoping that by i don't know summer something like that Mm -hmm. maybe late spring there there there's downward trends in cases, deaths, all of that type of shit, and we can get back to mm-hmm. some degree well, of normal. Again, I'm an yeah. optimist. Who knows? I, you know, but I just if if we're gonna be like this for like another year or two, I think people are gonna go out of their fucking mind. I really yep. do. <clears throat> I mean, I really do. Like even yeah. even the most introverted of us, like me. <laughs> it's it's gonna yeah. I, I don't know i just uh yeah hopefully it gets better that's all yeah. i'm saying you know yeah i i agree i i'm, I'm thinking at least summer as well yeah well I'm they're not. saying they're targeting june now as now when the general population should be able to start getting the vaccine in terms of timelines yeah. um well, then, i think then, after first line you know after the first res- or the uh the frontline workers and the elderly i think the next step is the kids so they can start getting those okay. everyone back into school and Schools, stuff yeah. and yeah. then the general public after that so i mean absolutely look, if, we got to get back if, to it if 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 they if basically if that's the case and then maybe by fall maybe september something mm-hmm. like that we we are kind of back to maybe where we were yeah i can live with that i mean i guess i gotta live with whatever timeline it is but (laughs) i I mean you know like we just with anything we we're we're programmed almost to be like okay here's a deadline here's something to look forward to or here's something in in the kind of not knowing makes it (laughs) even worse if somebody said all right september 15th that's when you have to do it yeah that feels like a long freaking time but it's it's like okay awesome like I guess mm-hmm. I can deal with it. It's going to be pain in the ass, but I can deal with it. Um, so, I mean, I guess we'll just have to see, you know? Um, all right. So let's do a fun one. What's yeah. your top five movies of all time? Oh, 
Oh, that's so. Uh, <laughs> that's that. the hardest question <laughs> ever. Like, he even made like, a full especially five. Someone in, it's so especially much. someone in film, that's so hard for me, too. I can't, like, you have to give me genres. All right. You want, like, like, stuff like that, but. Do you want my, like, pretentious, pompous top five or, like, my kind <laughs> of, like, my real, like, all right, popcorn entertainment, enjoying po- uh, top five? Because top five's tough. Yeah, see, like, yeah. I always yeah. think of it as, like, top five that you've watched, like, multiple times. Like, yeah. you yeah. never get you tired You don't of. get tired of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, like, the ones that you, case, you put yeah. on, yeah. Like, the ones you if, put on while you're writing, but it's still your favorite all-time movie. Okay, if or, that's the case, um, the three Indiana Jones films, original yes. ones, I like. Okay, good. I even don't mind Temple of Doom. I know it's not at the same cold par as last <laughs> Oh, Thursday. no. I love Temple of Doom, bro. No Temple no judgment here. It's fucking amazing. It's awesome. Uh, Goodfellas, Casino, of course, those two, freaking incredible. Um, but again, Die Hard, Scarface, <laughs> Heat, Carlito's Way. Um, right, let's ask yeah, the question Is yeah, Die Hard a yeah. Christmas movie? <laughs> it is. I think so. <laughs> yes. I think Gremlins is a Christmas movie. I think the first. Well, I think Gremlins is a Christmas I, movie. Yeah, yeah Gremlins, Gremlins absolutely is a Christmas movie. And that 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 I loved as a kid and everything. So yes, I do think that Die Hard is, and I think Die Hard's insanely influential to the action genre. And I also think that uh, uh, Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber is one of the freaking greatest villains there is. Um, I, I don't know. I think he just kills it in it, but, uh, but no, but in terms of pompous, if you want me to hit you with some like pompous or like, you know, the, the classic films, uh, I love the seven samurai. If any of you guys know it, the Kurosawa film, the seven samurai. Yeah. Beautiful film. Um, obviously Hitchcock, big fan of, you know, vertigo, psycho rear window, um, those type of things. I do like some films uh, by Fellini, like La Dolce Vita and Eight and a Half and all that. Um, you know, think, things like that. I'm a big fan of, you know, 70s films like The French Connection, Godfather, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Deer Hunter, uh, all of that type of stuff. Annie Hall. Um, so really, you know, and I do like, again, a lot of foreign films too. Serpico? Um, Serpico's freaking great. Um, you know, and again, I, I like some of the classic uh, comedies too. Uh, well, yeah, you'd say this classic, like Airplane, of course, is great. <laughs> Blazing Saddles, uh, those type of Blues Brothers, um, all, all of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and then, you know, Pulp Fiction, uh, Django. I, I like a lot of Christopher Nolan's films, of course, Fincher's films, Aronofsky's films, mm-hmm. um, you know. The, those those type of films are, are the what's ones your that what is your all-time regardless of genre whatever it is yeah. what's your number one favorite movie of all time to be honest with you it probably is the seven samurai i'll be honest oh, with wow. you i think um because of how epic and amazing the story is it still uh, stands up you know again what was it made in 1954 i love yeah. kurosawa i think he's incredible mm-hmm. um kubrick of course uh his films are are uh, mm. are up there for me seven um, samurai is still one of the like staples of what we still hold the look of like samurai mm. yeah today. it's 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 one of the classic or if not I, the classic of what we see as samurai today 
there's a 60s film, an early 60s film called Harakari. I think it was from 1962. I highly recommend seeing it. I think it, you can just look it up, 1962, Harakari. And that is an incredible film, too. I, I highly recommend it. I think they have it on Criterion, but it's, it's, um, it's pretty easy to, to get. But it's an amazing yeah. film. Um, yeah. And, and uh, just anything also by, like, uh, that Daniel Day-Lewis accent. I know he's sparse, Oof. but he's fucking incredible to watch. Like, There Will Be Blood, Gangs of New Last York. Last of the Mohicans. Yeah. Last yeah. of the Mohicans. Um, uh, in the Name of the Father. Like, all, even Lincoln, he kills it in it. Whatever mm-hmm. you want to say about the films. Like, you know, th- th- I'm an actor's director, so some of those actors that just go the extra yard that you're just mesmerized watching. I mean, that's, yeah. And you just stepped right into the next question. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. If you could have your dream cast, okay, you had no, no budget. You didn't have to worry about it. Your dream cast. Who would be your lead actor and your lead actress? Are we including dead or alive? It, oh, yeah, that's a good ca- question. Yep. You can hop in the DeLorean oh, and go get them. You no, can hop in the phone alive. book. <laughs> alive, alive, because that's tough. We'll do a live. We'll do a live. Yeah. Um, well, if if I had my my dream cast, I'd. I know you just said leads, but I gotta do go a couple it. others. I would probably say, this is in no order, and it's an ensemble mm-hmm. film, so I have a big cast. Okay, okay so bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> De Niro, Pacino, Nicholson, yeah. cool, cool. Dustin Hoffman, Meryl Streep, um, yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, bear with me. Hold on. Kate Blanche, it's awesome. Julianne Moore. Um, Denzel Washington. Give me a second. Gene Hackman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know I hit you with a lot, but uh, but all of those people, and then Dead would be a whole other story. But yeah. Dead would be, yeah. um, you know, Marlon what about Brando. someone like what about someone like Lithgow? Since you're you're going in through all of John those. Lithgow, yeah, yeah, no, he's awesome. John Lithgow, underrated performance in Cliffhanger. He's actually really good in that film. If you mm. remember Cliffhanger, here's, with, with yeah, Malone. yeah. Here's and mine that not a lot of people remember. Lover. Yeah, I love yeah. him. Uh, he's so great. He's, he's awesome. in in thirty in Third Rock. Yeah, oh my God. Yes, some yeah. of the best um, comedy. That's great. During yeah. that time was from him. Totally, totally. But, and uh, then there's yeah, the me, like Gary. Like I would love Gary Oldman, John. Oh Bartlett. yeah. Oh yeah. Gary Oldman, Harrison Ford. See, there's too many to think about. Yeah, there's about. so many. Like, there's so many like, great people. Like. Yeah, but Harrison I, I kind of like, feel I, like the the people you went with first was like the staple of the staple. Mm-hmm. But who, who but you then want you make to me work think, with? Totally, like I love the professional with John Reno. Um, yeah. Oh me yeah, on professional with Gary Oldman, who's fucking amazing. And I, and I think yeah. I posted Matt like you probably that was saw that was the fir- that's actually the first movie mm-hmm. I grew up watching. Gary, so, I grew up with Gary Oldman. He's incredible, and and I, saw I he, think mesmerizing he probably delivers the best one word delivery of anything that everything how he says it you know you guys have everything oh my god man he's See, when we're talking about genius. like john lithgow right with cliffhanger right a lot of people yeah. don't remember raising Kane. Yeah. yeah where he's he's the psychologist that ends up going 
crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, no. you're right. Um, Actually, John is another one. Yeah. Yep. So I think John Lithgow's yeah, performance in the uh, in the Twilight Zone was my the first performance I saw of him Dude. too. The That's gremlin right. on the plane. <laughs> yeah, the gremlin on the plane. Yeah, that was the first time I saw John Lithgow, and then I saw Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So I'm curious, what and for anybody too, is, sure. what was the first movie you remember seeing in theaters? It oh, was Aladdin. Aladdin. Actually, Aladdin. Batman. Aladdin was the very, very first one. Keaton. Uh, nice. Batman. Willow. Oh, Willow. good one. Willow. Yeah, yeah. I got to see the year after we moved out to Colorado from New York, we went back to visit family and my cousin took me down to the theater yeah. and we went and saw Willow. Um, yep. And we had gotten there a couple minutes late. I remember it was when the, 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 the dogs, the hunting dogs show Pretty up in the sure village up. You know, they were just showing up in the village and everything. But, you know, it is see Willow and the fact that we're getting a a Willow sh- series on Disney yeah. Plus. Disney series, yeah. Um, and and Warwick Davis is back as Willow and it's going to yeah. be great. But that was my first that was my first one. But I think, you know, oh man, mine, mine was the Keaton, movies. Keaton and Nicholson in Batman was just so epic. It's so awesome. Let's kind of segue into that, Jerry, because you you bring up Keaton, right? Yeah. Um, Keaton will be the Batman going forward in the DCEU. I heard about that. Now, is he going to be like the old version or is he literally going to be like Batman, like Bruce Wayne? I I think he could do either. Yeah. He could do both. I mean, Spider-Man proved it. You know, with the vulture. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, yeah. from what it from what it looks like is they're they're potentially now potentially because this is ru- this is the rumor side of it too is is that yeah. they're potentially setting up Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So he is going to be like the older Batman, but I, I still yeah. feel like uh, the DC. I think they're yeah. setting him up to be too the, little too late. They should have made this move years ago. He's he's I think turning seventy this year. I really do. I think he's that. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, he looks good for his age. He definitely looks good for his age. But I mean, uh, but even like it, far, far from home was a few years ago. Yeah. Or homecoming was a few years ago. So like, yeah. You know, it's only getting he older. Could, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say one thing, not not to digress too much, but actually, and this is going to surprise you guys probably. <clears throat> one of the best theater experiences watching a superhero film was actually x-men 2 in 2003 if you guys oh, that's remember, the best think, one yeah really x yeah i yeah i'm telling you the, oh when, dude the, the opening nightcrawler scene in the yeah. theaters epic it was amazing epic. yeah oh yeah and, and if you remember remember when the guys are invading the uh the mansion to like take all mm-hmm. the kids and like fucking <sighs> i remember finally seeing wolverine wolverine such a badass oh. he's getting shot and he's taking he's just taking them fucking off yeah that was one of the best i'm like holy fucking shit that was that was something so that was that was the best I, out of the three yeah it was i still think it was. one of the yeah. best for me though theater experience wise yeah would be the re-release of a new hope Mm. Yeah. All of in the, in ninety seven, yeah. um, myself to all of the re releases or with it just with something. there they, was they just the, something the best those are the best there was just something about those X wings just diving in on the the Death Star seeing that on the big screen and hearing oh, yeah. 
the from the turbo laser cannons, just the firing of the lasers coming from every direction, and it just yeah, you know, the ground, yeah. I think the only thing, and and Jerry, you're gonna you know me and being the nerd on this, but I think the only <laughs> other thing that I think would have been great to see on the big screen would have been for me Top Gun because when oh, they brought yeah. out that, oh, that yeah. extended trailer months ago, I got. I can remember what we went and saw um, movie-wise. I think it was before, was it before Joker? I think. Mm. I mean, it was a little while ago, but when they brought the extended trailer and all of a sudden you hear the the gong, right? At the very the very beginning. And all of a sudden you hear the roar of the F-14 engines coming back to front. And you see it to me, yeah. it's like, dude, can, can yeah. Top Gun be You know? Um <laughs> You know, it's I can't wait for that, but that's because I'm an airplane junkie and I love, you know, I, I can remember as much as I love Star Wars, I used to play with all the toys in my living room to every single movie. I'd break out every single figure and everything. To me, I can remember watching the VHS release of Top Gun for the first time as yeah, a kid. And I remember as a kid. Ever yeah. since then, I have loved it. I've loved I, fighter jets. F-14 is, I mean, I've got diecast models of the F-14 I, and whatnot. And I posted about it today as well. And um, I, I know I do mention it a lot on my Twitter, but I think that one of the most complete, close to perfect films out there as well is uh, Shawshank Redemption. I think. Which you were, <laughs> you were rewatching today. And is it? Yeah, it's, yeah. I was. Um, I think that literally it's uh, it's yeah, it's as close to a kind of perfect film just in terms of everything, the acting, the cinematography, the fucking score is is mm-hmm. unreal. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. A little little kind of anecdote. Um, the if you guys remember, you know the actor who plays Boggs, the guy who tries to rape mm-hmm. andy or does rape andy remember and, and then he gets his ass beat by uh by the guard um mm. Mar- his his name is mark ralston i actually know him i'm friends with him and he was actually going to be in my film shadows but there was a last minute scheduling conflict so like oh. he had read, read the script so it was amazing like if you oh. look this guy on mark ralston he actually also was in um aliens as well he plays um, yeah yeah he's uh, he's one of the 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 big one of the guys exactly I, yeah, with yeah. The, with i know the, exactly oh, who you're talking about man yeah. oh he's he has a great career he's a he has a great uh, career. dude uh rush hour rush hour yeah, yeah. And he's the departed um he's an awesome guy like he's very cool and see that's the thing like you mentioned about like actors you want to work with and all of that like even the fact that i'm corresponding and that he's reading my script is amazing i mean this guy's been directed by james cameron frank darabont like i mean it's incredible so um so that's kind of cool but yes yeah. i just wanted to say like shawshank redemption yeah. is amazing and i of course asked him about it and i said like you, did you guys realize what you had on your hands when um when you guys were like prepping it and I think he said something to the effect of we, we, we kind of knew, maybe we didn't know as much, but it's just so interesting. You, you look back at these films and like, did these filmmakers or actors realize that it was going to be as like a big classic. as yeah. a classic? Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, God, you talk about your 94 had some fucking incredible year uh, movies in 1994, mm-hmm. the movies yeah. that came out then. I mean, anyways, yeah. So that's what I think. 
I love it. I could talk movies all yeah. day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're a whole bunch of yeah. We're a whole bunch of nerds here. Um, yeah, all cool nerds. Yeah. So, really quick, you know, before we rolled on out of here, guys, tonight, a yeah. couple things gaming wise, talk about really quick since we kind of talked about, you know, we touched on the N64 GoldenEye and, and all of that. Um, Nintendo has acquired Next Level Games to become a first party studio. Next Level Games has was the makers of Super Mario Strikers on the GameCube, Mario Strikers Charged, mm-hmm. Punch Out, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Mansion, and Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, so, they're moving in house. Um, which Jerry, you and I, we were talking about this beforehand. And honestly, I was surprised they weren't already a first party studio for yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, anyways, kind of, taking a, um, kind of taking a move from Sony's book. I get yeah. it. That's a good move. Yeah, definitely. Um, keep them happy and keep them secure. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, real quick for listeners, you know, we've got um, it's January. New games are coming up uh, for those freebies for games with gold and stuff like that. So um for the xbox fans out there um you're getting little nightmares dead rising okay. uh king of fighters 13 and breakdown all right this, this isn't is a bad actually, lineup yeah this is, this is actually a better start lineup. out this the year is, yeah this is a good lineup compared to what yes. they've had the last oh god six yeah. to 12 months oh, it's actually god, not yeah. bad this um, is this is it's really still kind of bad no 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 it's okay three out of four is is a C. Yeah, it's a, it's true. a passing grade, sir. <laughs> I would no. give it a B because Little Nightmares has gotten some really good reviews. Um, that, we know reviews. what we know what Dead Rising was and yeah. kind of what. And it's the first Dead time. Rising. So, yeah. I, I agree. It's a, it's a C. Um, and then for PlayStation Plus, getting The Crew Two, Surviving Mars, and Frostpunk. So I think honestly, okay, this is more. Like, that's a, that's a lacking. <laughs> lacking That's case for PlayStation. yeah this yeah. is this is not a good start for playstation's <laughs> yeah. first year first month it's okay you know no thanks bro yeah. hey like, okay. we've, like i said many times before actually i've never said but uh you know <laughs> <laughs> well well played xbox well played <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah he, he doesn't say it much so yeah i don't say um, I mean, but you know the, the games they speak for themselves you know they do speak yep. for themselves so yeah. It was, um, yeah, speaking about games real quick. Yeah, I mean, um, mm-hmm. Grant, and guys, you can check out Grant Kirkhope. He actually has a pretty big presence on Twitter. Um, he's been, like, nominated for a BAFTA award, all of that. But, like, this dude, like, again, doing, again, all of those iconic games on N64, Banjo-Kazooie, Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, like, all of that. And he's still scoring video games, and it's just it's awesome. Like, and he's like a super down to earth guy. Like he literally is pretty well known in like, as one of the top like video game composers out there. And now he's, he's kind of doing, he's, he's, um, segueing into film scoring too, but this guy has done a crap load of video game, um, uh, music. So I just think it's pretty cool. Like he's got a, a bit of a cult following with that too. Mm-hmm. You know. So do you? So you mentioned like when we're talking about like Golden Eye and all that, and you, yeah. you know, represent. Yeah. So do you do any gaming now? 
That is a good question. Um, <laughs> not as not as much as I should, to be it's honest. Tougher directly. I, I know. I like. I I am very old school with the games. I grew up with the original like Nintendo system yeah. with the fucking uh, uh, Duck Hunt or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Duck Hunt. Yeah. And then, huge with freaking sega genesis the first playstation n64 um th- those were my things like i i played them like religiously and and everything um in terms of newer platforms and all of that like yes xbox a little bit but to be honest and i don't want you guys to hate me i don't <laughs> game as much um i will say something maybe make me more of a nerd but i do play chess actually i play online chess nice um, nice i know that's it's not awesome like aiming but it's no, that's cool. not good. That's like, awesome no, no. Hey, and that's, i'll say i think that takes more skill dude that takes more skill yeah it takes more skill yeah and i i've been playing chess before the freaking queen's gambit blew up and everybody <laughs> just kind of jumped right. on that. So, uh, <laughs> but i do i play i play online chess and then i mean again the rest is just kind of focusing on uh on film stuff mm-hmm. and and everything yeah. but i oh i also loved um crash bandicoot <coughs> on playstation if you remember that and also the first resident evil uh mm-hmm. or i think oh yeah ones yeah. which scared the hell out of me as a kid i, I, yeah. oh. <laughs> I remember that you remember yep. that when you go in and then there was that fucking monster on the ceiling anyways it, it yeah <laughs> back uh, when back when you went to open a door and it just was the door and it would just yes you just yeah yep. oh i do like yeah. arcades though i do like again call me old school i will always play freaking mario kart love love doing that um you know halo the game that, that ruins so friendships yeah i do <laughs> right i i do like going to when it was open or you know dave and busters and shit like that and they have yep. a lot of oh, video yeah. games I time love crisis was mine time yeah. crisis oh love man house of the dead all yeah so in that way i love it like i love going there and doing all of that so um yeah i mean i'm, I'm always gonna like video games yeah. of course you know always i just don't Absolutely. know it as in depth as you guys do now I'd say. <laughs> it's, That's it's okay, a job man. sometimes to keep up on it <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah no i'm sure yeah. i'm sure no. so michael one of the questions we ask all our yeah. guests that yeah, sure. always come on um of course it's in the title crashing game mate so yeah. um what is your favorite game to play whether it's board game video game whatever it is your favorite game to play for game night when you are able to have game night with family and friends I mean, we've talked about it, and I don't mean to beat the dead horse and repeat it, but it really probably is um, Goldeneye. It it is. Oh, I mean, I classic. It, <laughs> I mean, a it's classic a classic. Like, yeah, no. I know it doesn't have the, the same type of graphics as now, but there's just I love how many weapons you've had. You had. Uh, I love the fucking levels. I love the different characters that you could be um, and everything. I remember. Um, with with some of the characters there was the uh odd job character and he was super short so you had to tilt down yeah, to that. yeah. <laughs> that's what i was about to ask you man like you had like jaws who was super tall so yeah. i just um probably that one um i wish that i was more familiarized with some certain games but um that one i would i'd bring it back to to what when when to come out 96 97 something like that um mm-hmm. that's that's probably the the one that i would I would choose. Um, yeah, because I mean, like, oh, I was about to ask you, do you, do you have? I got the, friends that still bring that out once a year. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, you, oh you, yeah. Gold Knight. It's right, still. Uh, oh yeah. 
that do you have uh, somebody that plays the uh, odd job? Like they always pick him, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, of course they make it. Tough. I, I mean, you, gotta, uh, you can always shout. You can shout them out and be like, "Hey, you know what, man? You exactly. always pick him. Like, how dare you, sir? How dare exactly. you cheat in this game?" Um, I don't know which platform it is, and you guys probably know, but I I played with a buddy of mine about a year or two ago on um, this this uh super smash brothers game but it was with like fucking 50 characters i don't know which part it's not like the original super smash brothers friends so but, the current smash brothers on switch one. the current yeah. smash brothers on switch ultimate smash brothers has like that 50 characters on one. it and um, it was on switch epic. yeah yeah, and you can play like uh, Ridley fun. from Metroid, and you've got yeah. Cloud from Final Fantasy, and yeah, it's. Oh, I and also. They, yeah, sorry, gone, gone. Oh, as I said, they just added Sephiroth yeah. to yeah, okay. Smash Brothers now, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and growing up, growing up, I also loved Game Boy. Of course, playing Pokemon mm-hmm. on Game Boy, you got the the red and blue version. I know, I know, I'm talking old right now. Yeah, hey, oh, it's, love, it's classic, great, baby. It's cool, man. It's a classic. classic. Love yep. that, and had uh, the fucking uh, Game Boy Color, and Back then the Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance, yeah. Mm. Um, so I, I liked all of that stuff too, and I liked Star Fox in N64 too. Love that. Game. Yes, you remember that? Oh love yeah. It. That was my second favorite game, next to Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah, those two. Oh, yeah. Is, those is are the two. Yeah. Or actually, good. my my second favorite was actually WWF No Mercy. Hell yes. Okay, so real, real quick, guys, real quick, I will also say I don't watch it as much now, but I used to be a huge freaking wrestling nerd. I used to watch wrestling. Oh, me, t- me too. Oh, yeah. Really? I was in the '90s. Attitude Era no, was me, the best. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. I started watching in '98. Yes. I started watching in '98 with with again Austin, The Rock, Mankind, uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, all of that oh, man, stuff. The best years. Uh, Hardy best Boys, years. Yes. When the Rock was in the Coalition. When he wasn't yeah. the people's tables, exactly. Yeah. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my! Yeah, you remember that Edge and Christian, all of that. Um, so Edge and Christian. I, oh man! I loved wrestling, and and I'll also say something else. You guys should check out this series. It's a documentary series called The Dark Side of the Ring. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but um, it's this series kind of showing again, like the dark side. Like they had this whole uh, uh, episode on Chris Benoit. If you guys mm-hmm. are familiar with him, you remember what happened yeah. with him. but but they did one on macho man they did one on Mm -hmm. on all that and it's just i'm telling you 80s and 90s wrestling talk about lawless they could do whatever the fuck they wanted they were shooting up backstage they were they were doing all stuff i mean things are a lot they had they had no rules it's completely regulated now completely because one it's making more money the moment uh uh uh, vince mcmahon said we're going pg yeah, and that he started making more money. Yep. Yeah, right. But right. and no. he, he also started not losing wrestlers a lot more often. Too. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh God, because they're actually being more more responsible and more predominant with like health and like I mean, going on diets and stuff. It, like, is it bad? I kind of wish since we're talking about the attitude era and stuff like that. I kind of wish that The Rock, the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian. 
you know, Matt and Jeff Hardy would all show up at the Capitol yesterday and then we'd get some people's elbows. We had oh some, my God, exactly. yeah. right. you know, some rock bottoms. You know, Dudley, you know, the that. Dudley boys so, just basically oh. 3Ding people. Oh, 3Ding everyone same, would be know. amazing. <laughs> it, it, it was, you know, that, that was, I mean, again, I love the 90s. Let's, and yeah. let's throw in, and, you know, and talking about like early 2000s, let's, you know, let's throw in WCW while we're at it and, you know, Goldberg oh, yeah. and, and DDP and all them. And, oh, you know, gosh. Goldberg's still wrestling. Goldberg yes, he and is. Sting are still wrestling. Which yeah. is Sting is, Sting's Sting, over in AEW now. Yeah, he is. Sting has been wrestling since what, the mid 80s? Yep. Something yep. like that? Early, I saw a early clip, 80s. Early I saw 80s. Clip, started, yeah. Um, that they were showing kind of the old like Man. NWO Wolfpack era and stuff like that yeah. from WCW. And there was that when they started messing around with Sting coming back, right? And they had the guy, like they were showing the guy that they thought was just like a fake dress up guy. And he had the Sting mask on and stuff. And he's just sitting there and just pulls the mask and it's like it's yeah. Sting. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was, was that was, was a, amazing. That was fun. It was a fun time. You know, we used to, it was. we used to watch it more to see how bad the cameraman screwed up. <laughs> exactly. you know, because you know they had they have these spots they have to hit right to make it all look yeah. real on tv right and we would actually they would my buddies would turn it into a drinking game on how bad they would screw up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know no, it's, it's nuts so and did you hear random thing uh mick foley who you know mankind mm-hmm. he actually just tweeted to vince mcmahon to take donald trump out of the wwe hall of fame yep. i'm serious you can look that up i forgot oh, he's in the hall of fame what? Yeah. Because oh, remember, wow. it was it was the the, the mm-hmm. billionaires hair for hair match back yeah. in like oh 07 or something, where it was yeah. Trump and McMahon, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess like as a special celebrity, he's in the Hall of Fame. But yep. uh, oh god, yep, pretty it, insane. Yep. What 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 ten years or whatever? Mm-hmm. How much shit can change with that? Qu- quick jump to the to the moment I hey. think earlier when uh, Stone Cold stunned him mm-hmm. in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yep. I remember that. <laughs> that was a good day. So, and you know, Newman Newman brings up when we're talking about this, right? He's like, he's like, here comes my age again, and Newman, I'm right there with you. I can remember this, but like Sergeant Slaughter, oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, yep. George the Animal Steel, you know, it's Ultimate Warrior. That's- Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, the whole bit. I mean, Yokozuna, like all mm-hmm. of that. I, I remember yeah. Road Warriors. Um, and this is just a really uh, kind of small anecdote. And this isn't to toot my own horn, but it's kind of cool. Actually, a, a decent amount of wrestlers follow me on Twitter, which is kind of cool. Like, I like that. Like, I follow like, that. Dude, was, uh, you have some of the most random people that I yeah, don't like- expect to follow you follow you. Oh, Kurt Angle follows me. Paul Heyman follows me. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Um, who? Lita. Lita follows mm-hmm. me. Um, oh, one of the best that I just like. The uh, fucking Kevin Nash follows me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh no big, way! Big, big, sexy. Yeah, yeah. X-Pong. Kevin Nash, big um, sexy man. Yeah. Uh, yep. All, all of those. So like, it's wow. No, I mean, it's, you, it's you know that. Like, here's the funny, real talking about Kevin Nash really quick. Yeah. yeah. You you know he's the reason they don't do the power bomb anymore. Really? Because they messed up and didn't do Fucked it at the right angle, and somebody up. got injured. Somebody right. got really no really injured from it. So that's why the power yeah. bombs aren't really used. And that's why, like for instance, the tombstone. That's why you only see the Undertaker doing it, and um, and Kane because, oh, because they um, 
uh, so, Owen Hart broke Austin's yeah. neck. Yeah. What was it? Summer it was Slam a pile driver. Yeah. Pile driver. Pile driver. He yeah. did it like this inverted way. He dumped Austin. He did it the Austin wrong just, angle. And yeah. right. And, and Austin, because he's a fucking hard ass, like I think he finished the match. He, he finished the match. Really yeah. Fucked up. yeah. Like, that's, that's some crazy. And that's the thing shit. is, as much as we do all know that it's all predetermined, it's all part right. of story, right? You can These guys hurt. put their bodies on their line. I mean, yeah, yeah. the physicality yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, it's Owen insane. Hart. It's real. Art, you know, Owen Hart died doing a I stunt. Know. You know, it's uh, so it, sad that yeah, and and whatnot. Yeah. So it's it, is, it was, you know, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 crazy. Yeah. I'll say one thing, just because uh, again, see, social media can be great in in a lot of ways. Probably the highlight, and I screenshotted this with with C posting positive stuff or asking questions mm-hmm. everything was and Matt I don't know if you saw it I, I think I probably posted it but um Stephen fucking King replied to one of my tweets yep. I that saw it. I oh no way wow and and yeah. and, not, wow. and it wasn't even like oh, I was tweeting wow. at, he no. thought yeah. somehow and he responded to it and I was like holy fucking shit not only was i nerding out i mean again like i'm, I'm a writer myself or screenwriter like this dude has written some of my favorite films or some of his works got adapted into my favorite films. so i was like holy fucking shit like mm-hmm. that's pretty incredible yeah. so that is the one positive thing about social media technically if you wanted to you can reach out to these people or tweet or, or try to respond mm-hmm. to them uh, a little bit uh it's a little bit more uh accessible so yep. i guess that's one cool thing you know mm-hmm. so yeah. um yeah so one thing as we close things out i want to sure. draw some attention to our about us section on our twitch page um so the one thing that now that we're affiliate we've got a lot more things we can do with our page um so i want to let our viewers listeners know um we have started up uh as part of we've joined extra life um yes. benefiting I, I children's miracle network um yeah, so we do have our our donation things going up right now our initial goal is a thousand dollars um because everything is kind of set up because of you know we have to have it under one person for extra life and stuff like that so as of right now until we move to phoenix um the donations are going to benefit the uh virginia area uh children's miracle network hospitals um so vcu hospital and all that um so um definitely you know if you have it you know a couple bucks or whatever you know cmn is a is a great thing because uh, my daughter was in children's hospital years ago um for a couple of days and they're amazing facilities uh so it's definitely one thing there um and then also too is we have our fan stories linked right there on our page as well so if you guys like any of our you know becoming your fan and whatnot you guys want to support the podcast you know wear the gear we've got that uh right there on the page as well uh, so michael where let our listeners know where they can find you on on social media uh yeah well first of all th- this has been awesome all you guys are great like just again i, c- I could do this for another few hours but it's <laughs> wrapped up. we can maybe do you are welcome you are welcome to crash game night Anytime, anytime, man. You, anytime. Want to. Okay. you you know how to you know how to get a hold of me on Twitter and whatnot. And you just oh, want you your nerd out fix, just come join. No, I appreciate it, guys. And yeah, I mean, I'm on um, 
uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, it's just my full name, Michael Matteo Rossi. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm pretty, uh, pretty active on all of them. Uh, probably active on Twitter the most, to be honest, mm-hmm. but Instagram as well, the, the whole bit. So, um, yeah, just those two kind of my full name and you can kind of reach out, say hi. Uh, like I said, I, I try to give advice when I can and, and just yeah. try to have people keep positive, even in dark days, even dark days like yesterday, that mm-hmm. things, I mean, look, what, what we're all doing, what you guys are doing just is proof positive that, that, uh, we're, we're, we're still being creative. We're still being active. Mm-hmm. We're still kind of doing what we love and, and everything. So, um, yeah, those, those are, uh, those are it. And, um, and no, I mean this. This has been awesome. Seriously, I've yeah, I've really absolutely. enjoyed this. You know? So, yeah. on my side, you know, absolutely, you know, thank you for for coming on. I know it's you and I've been trying to do this for a while now, and just shooting schedule, family, everything was just absolutely. there was more things more important than just coming on for a podcast, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. To our listeners and our viewers, as always, I want to thank you for crashing game night with us tonight. If you like what you heard, guys, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Um, on the platform that you are listening to us on, whether that is iHeartRadio, Audible, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Or if you're watching us on, on Twitch, make sure to hit that follow button. Um, that way you get those notifications when we go live. Um, we will be recording, you know, every Thursday night. Um, and also, you know, leave those comments. We have the voicemail um, piece on our website. You can leave a voicemail, give us your thoughts. Um, as always, guys, and... Michael should understand where part of this reference is coming from as I close things out. But I want to say, everyone, be excellent to each other uh-huh. and stay frosty. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah, Michael, thank you so thing. much for joining us uh, to, for uh, 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 around the uh, listening sphere. All of our listeners, thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, and please stay safe um, and Please show, uh, please continue showing support for Black Lives Matter and especially for right now. Uh, be safe and, and just try and promote more more kindness out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Big old shout out to you, Mike. Um, Thank you. It's always welcome back onto the couch anytime, you know. That's why it's there. <laughs> get, get comfortable, get, get, get comfy. There's a little little indent groove where my butt usually sits. Slash, uh. Anyways, no, guys, yeah. Perfect. Definitely just be kind to each other. Be kind, rewind, you know, mm-hmm. when we start opening back up, hopefully, you know, like take care of the small businesses for real. Like, yeah. you know, I've mm-hmm. like a lot of us are starting to see a lot of small businesses go down. Um, if you have that opportunity, if they have takeout order, takeout, if they have like a small little something, show some support, yeah, just yep, show yeah. some support because yeah. you know, next thing you know they're not going to be there and there's already a couple that i've missed and i'm like i can't believe it like yeah big or small you know and yeah show support yeah. for the for the movie theaters too you know like yes yes yeah and, so uh, before we yeah, have theo i would love to out. go back to my weekly movie <laughs> right yeah Wait, yeah too. you need to start writing about movies again theo you there's know, need to be some movies movie. <laughs> <laughs> right um real quick jerry no newman yeah. Oh, Newman no. with his emote says, Hi, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Oh, what's up, Newman? Thank you for coming and so, uh, watching. All right, Theo, send us on out.
Again, Michael, thank you for joining us. It was such a pleasure having you. Everybody watching and listening, thank you. We can't do it without you. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Night, everybody.